the Dems are at it again. Listen to this genius who was interviewed about a year ago in Canada. I think it was Canada. It could have been Newport Beach. He, this guy is dressed up in a muscle shirt. and He looks like he's been lifting cars for a living. Probably, probably a steroid user. I'm not sure. But he sure sounded brilliant. Listen to what he said. don't need a mask. The mask is about compliance because they know Canadians like to do what they're told. So if they tell you you have to wear a mask, next they're going to tell you you have to contact trace. Then they're going to tell you you have to take the vaccine. And because Canadians like to do what they're told, they're hoping that everyone just complies. And then guess what, kids? Once you take your vaccine, like a dumb person that doesn't know any better, they're going to tell you, sorry, the vaccine isn't as effective as we thought it was going to be. So now you still got to wear your mask, still got to get contact trace, still have all the restrictions and social distancing and still take your vaccine. And then what did you get out of all of this? You got a whole year where you weren't allowed to travel. Your business was closed. They took your rights and freedoms. They forced the vaccine on you. And what happened? The same amount of people died. Everything is the exact same. And now they're going to put you back on lockdown and bring it all the way till July of next year so they can do the same thing again. Bring you from July, August, and September, getting you off lockdown, but just to bring you back on lockdown again. If you idiots haven't figured it out yet, it's a perpetual cycle that you never get out of. And it's a way to take your rights, your freedoms, close your business, take your wealth. Why? So you become dependent on government. Why? If you're independent, the government works for you like it's supposed to. If you depend on the government to give you a paycheck to feed your family every month because they closed your business on you, now the government doesn't work for you. The government rules you. So instead of a middle class, we have the government, upper class, and the lower class dependents that rely on the government to survive. In other words, we have a slave class and that's what they're trying to do it's that simple though the highlights in his hair may make one believe that you can't really listen to him this is the modern day nostradamus everything he says has come true don't forget this was an interview that occurred last summer in canada you're listening to gene and this is dumbasses talking politics Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. I know I was gone for a while. I had a lot of things going on. So in a personal sense, I had this weekend, I we had the funeral of my sister-in-law. That was very sad. And then we had, on the same day of her funeral, my grandson was born. I have a third grandson, John, Jackson Bryant. Jackson Bryant Paris. Yep, I'm very thrilled. Uh... I was up all night on Thursday night, and then we had a quinceanera on Saturday, and then I went to go visit Jackson on uh, on uh, Sunday. So it's been a very busy week. I guess this would be considered my big vacation. Uh, and a lot of things happened this weekend. A lot of things happened last week. I actually wanted to do this podcast on Saturday, but I never got the shot. I never got the shot. Uh, so we're going to do it today now, but before we do that, we need to talk a little bit about the Olympics. This is going to be a little longer of a podcast because I'm ticked off. So I, I decided to make it longer. Um, so the Olympics, good news, uh, Laurel Hubbard, the New Zealand weightlifter, female weightlifter. Uh, well, uh, Laurel Hubbard's the first trans woman weightlifter which means laurel hubbard is a man and he went up against the women now he's 43 years old he's been competing against men till he was the age of 35 he was very mediocre so he decided to become a trans guy a trans woman which means he was just basically a man and apparently he's always been a man uh, he started taking uh whatever estrogen and things like that well he went up against the women last night and got his butt kicked he actually tried he first tried to lift 120 kilograms which i think is about 120 so 240 so it's about 270 pounds and yeah i didn't make it then he had a real tough time trying to lift uh a hundred and i think it was almost 300 pounds 290 pounds is what that ended up being and he made it but then on the third lift to get himself into some sort of metal round 
he couldn't left, lift that 290, 300 pounds, dropped it, dropped out of the medal race. So the first trans man, trans woman, the first man in a woman's sport, yeah, didn't work out real well. He ended up losing. And you know, the left is basically is just saying that this guy was, I've always said this guy's probably a very mediocre weightlifter. And that's what I still believe. But you know it's going to be. See, we've told you women and men are the same. That's what you're going to hear from the left. BS, it's not true. This guy was just a very iffy weightlifter. And now he can act like a man again and, you know, stop taking the estrogen. And Because don't forget, he never had any surgeries. So he looked like a man when he walked out there. Okay, I, he didn't have any surgeries that I know of. I, I looked it up, and I didn't see any surgeries. And the other great news, the women's soccer team was defeated for the first time in 20 years by Canada, one to nothing on a penalty kick. I think it was about 87 minutes into the game. The women's Olympic soccer team is out of the gold medal round I believe they're going to compete for the bronze medal round, but who cares? And they got exactly what they deserve. So, wokeness did not work this week in the last 24 hours at the Olympics. So, awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, so one of the things I want to talk about today is we're all, all the, here come the lockdowns. Here they come. Here we go again. One of the reasons I played that clip in the beginning was be exactly because of what's happening now. So on Tuesday of last week, the Centers for Disease Control, the CDC, said that with the rise of this Delta variant of the China virus, we might have to start all masking up again, no matter vaccination status and no matter whether inside or outside. Rochelle Walensky, who's a director at the CDC, who is just a garbage human being, as far as I'm concerned, she hasn't been right about Dick. She sat back and said, quote, in recent days, I have seen new scientific data. <laughs> okay. From sequenced outbreak investigations showing the Delta variant behaves uniquely differently from past strains of the virus that caused COVID-19. Information on the Delta variant from several states and other countries indicate that are rare on that in rare occasions some vaccinated people infected with the delta variant after vaccination may be contagious and spread the virus to others okay um there's a very interesting deal here and it, a lot of it's bs she doesn't give any information and by the way what was disturbing is this was on a phone interview she didn't even want to go on television with this because you know someone like peter Ducey might actually ask her a question. Yeah, um, so in very rare occasions, those rare occasions are less than 1%. Again, I think it's something like 0.05%. And I think it's lower than that. But I'm just going to throw that out at you. And by the way, um, they talk about the spread. Yeah, they don't talk about death statistics. They don't even talk about death statistics with people who are unvaccinated, as we're going to see with Joe in a few minutes. They also decided something completely against their prior recommendations. This is a significant shift. The CDC has decided, quote, universal indoor masking for all teachers, staff, and students, and visitors to K-12 through schools, regardless of vaccination status. End quote. We're going to talk about all this insanity in a few minutes. I, I'm not going to bring it up right now. We, we'll just wait. Let's hear what these people have to say. Um, well, no, let's hear what President Biden had to say, because he had a press conference right after the CDC recommendations, because, of course, he knew that this was coming up. So we're going to take a look at some of the things he said during his conference. None of these things are in any particular order because I didn't actually watch the entire conference. I was kind of busy on Wednesday. But there's some interesting things that he said. Um, push for vaccine mandates in states, private companies, schools. Do you want to see those entities pass vaccine mandates? Well, I, I'd like to see them continue to move in that direction. And that's why I'm, I pointed out 
I had asked the Justice Department to determine whether that is they're able to do that legally, and they can. Local communities can do that. Local businesses can do that. It's still a question whether the federal government can mandate the whole country. I don't know that yet. Here we go. Uh, reality is he can't force a government mandate on vaccines, and I and neither can local and state governments. They can't do it. It's unconstitutional. But the administration has really shown they really don't care about the Constitution. As a matter of fact, you've had several Democrats who sat there and said, he needs to force it. And these are people in Congress. These are people who are supposed to understand how the Constitution works. The reality is they've been walking over the Constitution since the Biden, since the Obama administration. Here's the thing. Um, the Biden administration is being very careful with that question. Because let's face it, the Justice Department is going to say exactly what Joe Biden wants because Merrick Garland is a Joe Biden hack. That's what he is. But the Biden administration has to actually base everything on a risk-reward assessment. If it turns out to be an unpopular, uh, unpopular decision, which, by the way, it is turning out to be an unpopular decision, which is why a lot of the things we heard last week are actually being backtracked this week. Um, it could damage his presidency big time. 2022 is going to be a disaster for the Democrats. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be, we're taking the House. I think we're probably taking the Senate. If people buy this crap that the CDC is pushing right now, the government's power will be extended. And we're going to have a separate podcast one day, and we're going to talk about the differences between conservatism not Republicans, because I think Republic. I would not even consider myself a Republican anymore, simply because I, Republicans haven't done nothing but bury head in sand. I don't see a lot of Republicans fighting anything anymore. But that we, I see nothing but a power of the government, and we need to fight it. And, and not, I, I mean, I don't mean fight in the literal sense. We just need to ignore it. Here's the problem, people aren't embracing these ideas. And people, a majority of people, is are not on the left. And we're including Democrats here. They actually are seeing the mask mandates and the vaccine mandates as chains that keep us enslaved. By the way, these same risk-reward calculations, I find this almost kind of ironic these are the same calculations that people are supposed to be using on whether they or not they want to take the vaccine. You see what I'm saying here? I mean, he is basically making his determinations on what he's going to do on a risk-reward. If the risk is too high that I'm going to tick too many people off, he's not going to do it. Versus the reward in the, Demo in the left's case, power and control, they won't do it? Well, that's the same thing we should be doing with the vaccines, and that's what a lot of people are doing with the vaccines. Now, again, I'm not anti-vax. My daughter got the vaccine yesterday. I am completely vaccinated. I doubt I will get a booster. Because here's another secret, COVID's not going away. There'll be a Delta variant and a Lambda variant, and there are going to be other variants of this, just like the flu. But here's the other problem. Eventually, COVID is not going to be as deadly a disease. The flu will be deadlier than COVID, and we shouldn't actually stop masking because we get the flu. This will never end. And so we need to weigh as an individual or as a family, you need to weigh the risk and rewards. The Biden administration does it. He doesn't want you to do it. And this next clip, this is what Biden and the left always does. Last month, a study showed that over 99% of COVID-19 deaths have been among the unvaccinated. 99%. This is American tragedy. People are dying and will die who don't have to die. If you're out there unvaccinated, you don't have to die. Read the news. 
You'll see stories about unvaccinated patients in hospitals. As they're lying in bed, dying from COVID-19, they're asking, Doc, can I get the vaccine? The doctors have to say, sorry, it's too late. Okay, this is something I absolutely hate when politicians do it and they all do it. Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, it doesn't make any difference. Uh, They pull at your heartstrings to make you feel emotional. Okay, this story that he brought up is based on an article that came out a couple weeks ago. Uh, This article was written by a doctor who was supposedly treating a a COVID patient. Yes, I'm going to go conspiracy theorist a little bit here because I think it's all BS. But okay, we'll get to why I think it's BS in a couple seconds. The patient did not take the vaccine and needed to be put on a ventilator. Before she was put on a ventilator, she asked the doctor, hey, can I just get the vaccine? And the doctor said, you know what? And It's a gal. You know, it's too late. The article stated that the woman who was pictured in the story, who died of COVID, died. And the doctor went into her office and cried. Oh, what an emotional story. Okay. Now, let's. a lot of people, including myself, think this is a propaganda story. It's a garbage story. It was posted on some left-wing site, which I can't actually come up with right now. Maybe I'll, I'll hunt for it and, and put it as a link. Because I just remember the story. There was a picture of the doctor in the introduction smiling as if she was strolling through a sunny spring day. Doctors are typically not allowed to talk about patients in the media. That's another big thing. She just had a patient die and she's smiling? And then you talk about that patient? And there was no reference to the patient at all, which means the patient did it. Now, you remember I told you there was a picture of the patient. That's also against privacy laws. You don't do that without some sort of reference to the family saying you could do that. By the way, the patient, who I'm going to assume was very much alive, weighed about 400 pounds. Seems like she was probably susceptible to the China virus in the first place. So I think the whole story is bunk. And this story literally came out two, three weeks ago. Now, to what Biden said, he said 99% of COVID deaths are from unvaccinated. Notice how he did not say how many people actually died. He's right. Statistically, 99% of COVID patients died unvac- were unvaccinated. Yeah. That's because not a lot of people have died. Last week, throughout the country, there were 296 total deaths in the last seven days. This is from the CDC. I've got the link on my website, Dumbass is Talking Politics. Go take, dot com. Go take a look at it. To give a comparison, and this is a wide comparison, in 2020, 1,600 people died a day or 11,200 a week died. During the, of cancer, of just cancer. Um, why are we flipping out about cancer? Well, let's get back to COVID. How many people died a day on COVID? At the extent, between three and 4,000 died during the pandemic. So you're going to say 296, 300 deaths throughout the country is enough reason that we need to shut everything down? Ben Shapiro made a comment in his podcast. He sat there and said, Alzheimer's disease last week killed more people than the China virus. So the big question is, why are we sweating the China virus to the point we're going to lock down and set up mass magnates again. It's insane. This is nothing more than pure fear-mongering or fear-porn. The statistics show that the unvaccinated are not dying of this thing, and the vaccinated are even showing symptoms. I'll go a step further. 
I will say we're pretty close to herd immunity. And so that someone, an unvaccinated person and a vaccinated person can actually be together. And even if the vaccinated person does have um, problems with COVID, probably not going to pass it. But again, they're not studying this. We don't know. Here's another talking point with the left and the vaccines. It has been since the Democrats decided the vaccines were really important. You know, after Trump left the White House, let's not forget that the vaccines were created under the Trump administration, not the Biden administration. This talking point, if you don't get vaccinated, you're going to kill everybody you love and everyone else. Again, this is more of a emotional thing than it is a statistical or a scientific thing. Listen. And is that a pressure you're trying to harness now? Well, no, I'm not. Look, what I'm trying to do is keep people safe. I mean that sincerely. So if, in fact, you're unvaccinated, you present a problem to yourself, to your family, and to those with whom you work. Because as pointed out, I was asked the question about why would people who have already been vaccinated get it? Well, you got anywhere from 2 to 3% on average, the last study done, that can still get COVID. They don't get very sick. They don't get hospitalized. It's not serious, but they can catch it. And the concern is they may be able to pass it on. And so that's all being studied right now. Here, Joe Biden, again, going after the unvaccinated, saying that everyone around them is going to die uh, if you don't get vaccinated. Now, listen, I am I'm completely pro-vaccination. I, I would love for people, my family around me, who refuse to get vaccinated to get vaccinated. And I think their reasoning is stupid. But you can't force them. You know why? Because they're individuals. And individuals make the risk-reward assessment. But here's, here's the first problem with Joe. And this we, I could have added this information in the last clip. Um, people are just aren't dying. People are catching the Delta variant, vaccinated or not vaccinated. But we already know the vaccinated who catch the Delta variant are not dying. We're not sure if they're passing it along. That's just, we don't have any studies. I don't see any statistics about that. But very few are actually dying. Now, we I can prove this. I can absolutely prove this. Here are the death statistics over the last seven days, over the last week, in some of the largest cities in the country. So the average death per day last week in Washington, D.C. was zero. The last seven days, the average deaths in Jacksonville, Florida, zero. The average deaths in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, one. The average deaths in San Diego, California, last seven days per day, two. The average death in Dallas, Texas, last seven days, two. The average death in St. Louis over the last seven days, one. So Washington, D.C. and Florida, they've had less than they've had less than one death. Philadelphia has had less than one death. San Diego has had less than one death. Dallas has had less than one death. St. Louis has had less than one death per day in the last seven days. At the height of the pandemic, we were averaging across the country, per city, 5,000 deaths a day, between three and 5,000 deaths a day. Joe is lying to you. The stats prove he is lying to you. He's creating panic out of nothing. Grandma, if she got the vaccine, will be just fine. My dad refuses to take the vaccine. I disagree with him. I think he, he should. I think his life is being completely uh, changed because of this. But he refuses it. That's okay. He's got to deal with it. 
I got it. My fiance got it. And he is taking precautions. I got it so I can visit my dad at any day of the week. He'll be fine. I think. And I think because there's another family member who is not listening to the science and she is someone who should be listening to the science, which I think is freaking disgusting. Okay, so, uh, and this is going to be something we're going to talk about. This is going to be a longer podcast, but this is something we're going to talk about and it really annoys the crap out of me. We're going to talk about it at the end of the podcast more, but this is something that really bothers me and it's not just what he initially says, what you might hear is important. There's something actually more important underlying in what he says. Listen to what Biden says here. Teachers and school workers by utilizing our federal pharmacy program. Almost 90% of educators and school staff are now vaccinated. Additionally, the CDC has provided clear guidance on how all schools can safely protect the kids and bring them back to the classroom. Every student wear a mask. It's that simple. So we funded safety measures in schools. We vaccinated teachers and staff. And we can mask up our kids for further protection. But once again, there's one more thing we need to do. Get more adolescents ages 12 and up vaccinated now that they've been cleared. In the past week, the good news we've seen the average number of 12 to 17 year olds getting vaccinated go increase. This is a flat out lie. First off, teachers are not vaccinated at 90%. That is an absolute 100% lie. Um, 40% of teachers are not vaccinated. And, you know, this is the this is what he's trying to say. We're going to get to the underlying point here later. It is not good for children who are breathing in air they expel because they are wearing some filthy mask all day to protect themselves from a virus that has not killed any children since the pandemic started. And by the way, when I say not killed any, it has killed. It's killed less than 350 out of 75 million children under the age of 18. It's killed 330 something. I think it's 34. But masks limit our child children's air intake and it increases, it increases their CO2 intake because they're basically breathing in the gases that they've expelled. That's bad. Masks also inhibit, inhibit the socialization that kids need when they are in school. Kids need to see each other. You know what? I, I, this is it, this is not an overreach. When we say that, you know, something, kids actually need to be attracted to other kids. High school, whatever. That they need to talk to each other, and this really is setting our kids up to believe that every person that they meet is nothing but a disease factory. It's crap. It's garbage and i yeah it's it's and as far as the teachers here's the story teachers don't want to work that's what it comes down to i don't care what anyone says teachers don't want to work there was no reason last year to have lockdowns in schools none as a matter of fact i find it ironic that's that save on or cvs or that the pot dealership or that the Liquor store is considered an essential worker, but a teacher isn't. It's crap. Again, forty percent of teachers have, or forty percent of teachers have not been vaccinated. As far as I'm concerned, a teacher, you want to mandate teachers to get a vaccination? Go for it. They're state employees. Go for it. Joe Biden has already made the uh, government, and he's trying to figure out how to get the army completely vac- vaccinated. Through mandate. Let teachers get vaccinated through mandate. They are government employees. And if they don't want to get vaccinated, that 40% of teachers don't want to get uh, vaccinated, then you know something? 
let them quit or let them get fired. Or here's something wild and crazy. Give school, school choice. This is going to be something I'm going to talk about in a later podcast, probably this week, because I'm hoping the news cycle slows down a little bit. Uh, probably Mon- is Saturday I'm going to talk about it. Is that, you know something? Um, why are we letting these people run? Our, why are we letting bureaucracy run everything? Because bureaucracy is running everything. And school unions suck. Teachers unions suck. Fire them all. And if we, if they, if we don't have enough teachers, well, why don't we just give um, school choice? Hmm. Interesting, huh? Yeah, they don't want to do that. Though this has all been denied by the uh, Biden administration, well, sort of, uh, there are now talks about going back to remote learning in the fall. As far as I'm concerned, this should be enough reason to end teachers' unions all together. Teachers' unions and teachers hate kids. Any teacher that doesn't want to teach your kids, they just hate your kids. They don't care about your kids. Probably don't even know their names. So let's listen to Joe here. Um, This is a different, I'm sorry, this is a different uh, clip. And this is also, I mean, how much money does the government have to give before you're going to sit there and say, okay, enough money? Well, apparently we need some sort of incentive for people to get the vaccine. So Joe Biden has an idea. Here it is. States like New Mexico. Ohio and Colorado are offering similar incentive programs that have helped increase vaccination rates. So today, I'm calling on all states and local governments to use funding they have received, including from the American Rescue Plan, to give $100 to anyone who gets fully vaccinated. I know the pain people who get vaccinated might sound unfair to folks who've gotten vaccinated already. But here's the deal. If incentives help us beat this virus, I believe we should use them. We all benefit. What the f*** is he talking about? You mean the expanded unemployment benefits, the child tax credits, the rent uh, moratoriums, and the two stimulus checks aren't enough money? And if someone isn't getting the jab because they fear... Uh, for their personal safety, why does the administration think that another $100 is going to change anything? And basically, he said anyone who got the vaccine, like me, you're screwed. Screw you. You don't count. Here's the thing. We all know what's going to happen. We are going to have another emergency. This is never going to end. The flu is going to end up being deadlier than COVID-19 because COVID-19 is is waning. And then we're going to have to wear masks and be locked down every time there's a freaking flu epidemic, which happens, by the way, every year. COVID is going to be an every year thing. This pandemic is never going to end. It'll never end. And the libs, the left, doesn't want it to end. It is the left's excuse to change the system and to get the people to depend on the government. They want to make money. They want to have more power. They want to curb our freedoms. They want to make us into drones where we just do whatever they want. I won't wear a mask again. If that means I can't walk into a grocery store, it means I can't walk into a grocery store. Maybe I'll get a cow or a chicken or something. But those who do not comply will be ostracized from society. They aren't hiding anymore. Here's Don Lemon making this very clear on CNN with that bonehead Chris Cuomo. Listen. Don't get the vaccine, you can't go to the supermarket. Don't have the vaccine, you don't show it, can't go to the ball game. Don't have the vaccine, can't go to work. You don't have the vaccine, can't come here. No shirt, no shoes. No service. That's where I think we should be right now, because we continue to waste our breath on people who are just not going to change. They're, you know, the circular logic. They just keep going back and saying, well, it's my freedom. It's whatever. I'm. This is Nazi crap. This is tyranny. Comply or die. 
That's what they're basically saying. And you know something? I choose death. Well, this, all this stuff's not being embraced. Peter Ducey, who is an absolute god when it comes to this stuff, started asking the right questions. So he decided to go after um, the principal deputy secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre, about why Americans need to wear masks while the federal government is allowing the release of COVID-19 positive illegal aliens into the United States without being tested. This is awesome. This is absolutely true. And I think this answer, which is a little long-winded, pretty much hits it on the head with the Biden administration. Why is it that the federal government is asking vaccinated Americans to wear masks to stop the spread of COVID-19, but at the same time, federal agents are also releasing COVID-19 positive border crossers into small towns in Texas. How is that? Well, let's step back for a second because I, you know, this is, okay, very interesting. I'm sure everything's fine. Um, Something I said. It could be. But, you know, you did laugh at my joke, so maybe that's a reaction to laughing at my joke. Okay, so let's, I I just want to be very clear here. I do want to answer your question, Peter. Um, uh, First, just to step back and do this 30,000-foot view, um, there's been no change in Title 42. Families and single adults are expelled, if possible, when apprehended at the southern border. Uh, The majority of apprehensions that we saw at the border in June were were expelled. Uh, Those who can't be expelled or are are awaiting processing are often placed in alternatives to detention programs while their cases are being reviewed. CBP provides migrant with PPE from the moment, from the moment they are taken into custody and migrants are required to keep masks on at all times, including when they are transferred or in the process of being released. If anyone exhibits signs of illness in CBP custody, they are referred to local health systems for appropriate testing, diagnosis, isolation, and treatment. CBP takes it, it, its responsibility to prevent the spread of communicable diseases very, very seriously. We value our partners in local communities whose work is critical to moving individuals safely out of custody and through the appropriate immigration pathway and assist in mitigating mitigating COVID-19 and isolating quarantine when needed. This is an awesome video clip. And I wish I had more time to break it up. But this is, this video clip shows how lost the Biden administration is when it comes to answering tough questions. And it also explains why they're not asking any tough questions. It shows how illogical and conflicting their policies are. And her answers and her reactions were precious. So, first thing, uh, and you may have to replay this a couple of times, but it took her 20 seconds because of that fire alarm that went off or whatever it was to think of an answer. Now, I'm not so sure this wasn't on purpose. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it seems to me the best way to avoid a question that you don't have an answer for is to deflect. And the problem is, if she decided to filibuster her answer, it would have looked like deflecting. And you could tell by the way her eyes, go to Dumbass to Talk of Politics, you can see the video, her eyes went up. She's looking for an answer. She doesn't have an answer. If your eyes go down, Janine Driver has a great book about this. You can't lie to me. About how the difference between eyes. If you look up, you're, you don't know the answer. If you look down, you're lying. And she really doesn't have an answer here. So to sit back, and the second Peter Ducey finished his question, the alarm went off. So I'm not 100% sure this wasn't an accident. And I don't want to be an OAN conspiracy theorist. I don't believe in that. But it seems kind of odd. The media also looks really bad here. They try to help her out by laughing and increasing the amount of time. 
a joke later, she's ready to answer the question, sort of, because her question was bad. Now, the first thing you need to learn is that when someone says, let's look at a 30,000 foot view, it means she can't get accused of lying later on because it was a 30,000 foot view and she can't give all the information. In other words, it's probably going to be a lie, but you are not going to be able to prove that it's a lie. That's a thing. Okay? She's stuttering. She's a, 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 a. The answer is also incomplete and uncomfortable. Yes, they haven't changed Title 42, but they're also not enforcing it. She knows this. They're giving PPE and they're enforcing the need to wear PPE. But there's no testing. I would have liked to see a follow-up question here. Here's the reality. Why are illegal Im immigrants not required to be vaccinated and not required to be tested, but we are? This is part of the hypocrisy that a lot of right-wing pundits, conservative pundits, I don't want to say right-wing, are actually pointing out. This doesn't make sense. Why are is a guy who's breaking our laws allowed to do things that we are not? And they exhibit systems they are sent to our medical authorities per title 42 shouldn't they be sent back because they don't qualify to be in america at this time here's the thing disease is one of the reasons why countries don't take people and if they've got a disease that's transmissible and by the way, this is one of the reasons, one of the things Ted Cruz said when last a uh, couple of weeks ago when he said, well, why do we have a COVID outbreak in Texas? Which they don't. It's because you keep releasing COVID positive people into the interior without testing. We don't even know how many people are in the interior who have COVID. We have no idea. Her answer was, and I'm going to say it, piss poor. It also makes us wonder how serious the China virus is with the Biden administration because he will lock down Americans. He won't allow Cubans into the country, but he seems to have no problems allowing criminal trespassers into the United States and then be set free without a test or without a vaccine. Peter Ducey got Joe Biden. He rolled that he rolled that lure into the water and Joe Biden took it. He was bringing up something that Joe Biden promised a couple of months ago. Let's listen. Okay, um, and this is where I think I'm going to have to end the podcast. Yeah, this is a problem with the Biden administration. It's their messaging. He says one thing in two months. He says one thing two months ago, and then says another today, but doesn't offer any proof of what's going on. Doesn't offer any reasons. Did you hear anything about statistics? Because there weren't any statistics released. Tony Fauci is notorious for this. He jumped back and forth last year, last year and a half, on whether you needed a mask, you didn't need a mask, whether you needed a vaccine, you didn't need a vaccine. But his wasn't because of science. 
he even admitted he lied about all this stuff. That's why Rand Paul, the conflicts with him and Rand Paul are so delicious. He catches Fauci in all these lies, and it will probably get him into trouble one day. Fauci, not Rand Paul. This brings us to, quote, the science. Science is a process that tries to come up with the truth about a problem or about a occurrence. This can involve biology, chemistry, physics, and math. Yes, math, I know, is scientific. It's not racist. It's not cultural. The process that science uses to find a truth or try to get closer to a truth, because there are ultimate truths, objective truths that we may not know, is called the scientific method. So let's go over what the scientific method is. The scientific method is a six-step process. You observe something. An example of that would be COVID-19 is caused by a virus that attacks a cell. Then you research the topic. Why is the virus there? And can we compare this to other viruses? Then there's a hypothesis. The virus is kind of like every other virus. We, we've seen all this stuff before. Let's try mixing certain chemicals that will be receptors and they will block receptors to see if this will work. So you create that vaccine and then you go to step four. You test the experiment. You test the vaccine. You inject it into a rat or a monkey or something that has already been pre-infected with COVID-19. And you get a result. Then you analyze the result. You analyze the data, which is step five. Did it work? Were there any side effects? If yes, if no, then you do perform report six. You report the data, which means you go out there, you write down your findings, you publish your findings to the rest of the scientific community. And then you go into a loop. The sci other scientists will test the findings. They do this using, again, the scientific method to test. Some might find different results. And then they will publish it. And then other scientists will take the newer hypothesis, the newer scientific method results, and they'll do the same thing over and over and over again. You ever wonder why we could go to the moon? We could go to, the, we could actually send a spaceship to Pluto. It's basically that we could create a nuclear weapon. It's basically because of Einstein, his general theory of relativity. Well, the general theory of relativity that I know of right now is still a theory. It's because it's been tested over and over and over again. And a lot of people don't say that, well, yes, but we got to adjust this and we got to adjust that. It hasn't been made. It hasn't been made into a scientific law. Sci in, what am I getting at here? Science is a process. It's not an institution. The left is trying to make science into an institution. Tony Fauci, who is the head of the NIH, is now what the government wants to be, the institution of science. The CDC, which has been wrong about everything. Tony Fauci has been wrong about everything, too. The CDC is an institution of science. Science is no longer a process. And the government doesn't want the process because they may lose the fact that the government might be, the, the institution might be wrong and then suddenly we don't have an emergency anymore. The pandemic is over. The science, they keep saying the science matters. But they don't want to present the studies of the science or the statistics of the science. Because the studies and the statistics say the pandemic is over. But here's the thing. They're really losing a lot of their credibility. These institutions have shown themselves really wrong. And no one is taking it seriously. Well, apparently, because what's happening is people are seeing that COVID the China virus, COVID-19 virus, 
is affecting you and me, but it's not affecting those who are the elite. Muriel Bowser, the mayor of Washington, implemented a new mask mandate on Sunday. Why not Saturday? Right? Why not Friday? Because she presided over a wedding on Saturday at a five-star hotel, and there were no masks. Lori Lightfoot, mayor of Chicago, attended a Lollapalooza concert this weekend. She did not wear a mask, nor did anyone who were packed together at that concert. By the way, Lori Lightfoot was caught getting a haircut during the lockdowns that she implemented, violating her own lockdown orders, and then made excuses for it. Barack Obama is having a birthday party in a couple weeks with hundreds of guests and all-star entertainment, including Pearl Jam. You think anyone's going to be wearing masks or social distancing at his birthday party? Kind of doubt it. Nancy Pelosi will arrest the staff of any representative in the House chamber for not wearing a mask. Then, that same day, she took a mask off so she could take a picture during a swearing-in ceremony where no one was wearing a mask and each of them had their arms around each other. By the way, Nancy Pelosi got a haircut or what she calls a blowout. I don't know what a blowout is when with women's hair. Neither does Josie. I couldn't get that answer. During the lockdowns that she supported in California, Gavin Newsom had a maskless $2,000 dinner during the lockdowns. During a mask mandate he implemented. Gretchen Whitmer traveled uh, of, of Michigan. The governor of Michigan traveled to Florida. When she implemented a travel ban in Michigan. Do you see the pattern? This is not for the elites. This is for control. This is not about the pandemic. This is about power and control. Okay, we're done for today. I know a lot longer. Visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. I hope you enjoyed. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics.